Let's kindly sit as royals in the house. It's, a, it's an honor to be here. I want to thank the head pastor, Reverend Daniel Ofori Uku, and the leadership for giving me the opportunity to share some few things with us uh, this morning um, as we prepare for 2019 and beyond. Say amen like I'm preaching. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we, we are looking at how we can prepare ourselves for 2019 and beyond and setting goals um, to able to achieve it and help enhance our lives. Um, how many of us have got goals? We've got some goals down. How many of us have got goals? Yeah, some, some numbers. Great. And tell somebody, yes, yeah, it's, it's achievable. It's achievable. Great. So I'm sharing with you on the team what I title, retitled Goal Setting Masterclass. So I'm seeing that this morning is the entire class all together. So uh, you came for a class. So take copious notes, write as much as you can. Um, every minute there's something you need to, need to write on. So um, I was thinking that growing up in the 80s was fun and exciting, and especially those things that we need to have fun, those childhood games and all that. So you need to play softball and some counters ball here and there. And when you're playing uh, small pools like this, and um, I was thinking you are not privileged to be skillful like myself, and you had the opportunity to hold the ball, and it means if they don't allow you to score the goal, master, you take your ball away. So either they help you score the goal at least to comfort you, because you're not a good player, or you pick your ball, then away. But same in life, too. We all have goals, things we aim at, whether you have written down goals or set goals. There's something we always look up to. You have some expectation. Even if it's not the goal, the wild ones, we call them their wishes. You wish things would have happened or happened in certain ways that you look forward to. So we all of us have got some aspirations and desires and dreams in life. And we're looking at how we can then make this more practical practicable and receive those things uh, God has uh, blessed us with to achieve. Um, so let's look at, I'm going to present with you things, to how to achieve it in a fun and easy way, how to make it more fun and easy way to achieve our goals. In. So what then is a goal? What is a goal? What is a goal? Let me ask, what is a goal? Uh, a goal is simply desires with plans to realize them. So desires with plans to realize them. That's the simple definition. Desires with plans to realize them. So the point is, you have desire and you have plans to make it happen. So if you only have desires without a plan, it's not a goal. It's a wish. Because I'm getting the mathematics in here. So goal is desires with plans to help you realize that goal. So you can have wild desires. That's just wishes. You have no plan. You wish things will become better. That's why it said that if wishes were horses, beggars would ride. So without a plan, your goal is not complete. So we need a plan of action to help us realize our goal. That becomes a goal. So tell somebody, you are never too old to dream, nor too young to achieve your dreams. So you are never too old to dream, nor too young to achieve your dreams or your goals. Let's reference a few things in the scriptures. Um, first, let's look at 2 Kings chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. Uh, 2 Kings chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. So 2 Kings 12, verse 1 to 3. Verses 1 to 3. 2 Kings 12, 1. In the seventh year of Jehu, 
Jehoash began to reign, and 40 years reigned he in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Zebiah of Beersheba. Two, and Jehoash did that which was right in the sight of the Lord all his days, wherein Jehoada the priest instructed him. Three, but the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burnt incense in the high places. I'll come back to verse, verse 3 again. But the first thing is that 12 verse 1 says, Joash began to reign at the age of 7. So you are not too young to achieve your dreams or dream. He reigned from age 7. 7. Let's look at Joshua chapter 13. Verses 1, verse 1, Joshua 13, verse 1. Joshua chapter 13, verse 1. It says, now Joshua was old and stricken in years. And the Lord said unto him, thou art old and stricken in years. And there remaineth yet very much land to be possessed. There remained yet very much land. There are still more dreams, more goals to achieve. Once there's life, there should be hope. There should be something you're looking forward to have. So, Joshua was old, but the Lord said, there's still yet more. This morning, you've achieved things till 2018. But God says, once you're alive, there's still more. You have five cars. That is good. God said, you can have more. You have one house. God said, you can have two, three more. But you have only one wife. That one is one. So, the point is that not too old, Joshua was 80 plus, but God says there's still more land. So, there's still more land. I believe eventually we're going to occupy all the lands here in the name of Jesus. Amen. There's still more land. There's still more room. There's still more hope. Whatever areas in our life that we have, there's still something more you can do and you could have done. So, God is telling us in coming 2019 and beyond, we should stretch our imagination, our thinking, and our capacity to receive. Some of us have limited our capacity to receive. We think small and act small. But God says you extend, you should stretch and go for it. Now, let's, let's look at the verse again. In, in 2 Kings 12, let's look at the verse 3. The verse 3, it, the, there's something that we need to look at, verse 3. It says, but the high places were not taken. You have done a lot, but... There are some places, some high places you need to reach. There are some things you, need, you have to do in 2019 and beyond. You've done a lot. He said he did what was right in the eyes of God as instructed by the priest and all that. Yeah, why anyone probably pray? But there is still more. Tell somebody there's still more. There is still more you can occupy. There is still more land, more room, a lot more. The last time I said I challenged myself to write 20 books in 2016. I did, I did nine books out of 20. That was great. This year, I've done six. The year has not ended. I know I can write more. And the point is, not be limited by your environment or situation. God says there's still what more. There's still more high places. There's still more lands. There's still more properties. There's still more dreams within you that we can achieve. So we need not to coast now and stop, but go and prepare and plan towards it. Amen? Now let's look at, now, now that we understand what goals are and what the Lord has instructed us that there is more than we can have, how do we grasp these things? So first, let's look at reasons why people don't set goals. They desire the best things in life, but they don't set goals. They don't set goals. These are some of the challenges why people don't set goals. 
One, they are lazy. I'm not saying you, I say they. So people are lazy. They just want to relax. They, want, they don't want to challenge themselves. They, they won't set goals. Two, they are indifferent. I don't care if you inform home. I don't care. I mean, that's, life is okay. So they are, nothing bothers them. Three, they are afraid of committing to goals. Because once you set your mind to something, you need to work towards it. So they are afraid of commitments. So they won't set goals. Four, they lack the discipline to set and achieve goals. Goal setting requires discipline. You need to discipline yourself. You need to forfeit certain things and focus on certain things. Five, they might have failed in previous attempts to achieve their goals. Maybe last year, last two years, five years ago, Okaso baby been unt me yes to until I feel the own cash. I mean no goal. They be um make come into me. So I don't think I need to set new goals or I need to go for it. So you've coasted, you've re- relaxed because you failed previously. You decided to lose weight some years ago, but still, and you uh, decided to save, but you've not saved. Decided to marry, but you've still not married. Decided to do things, build or buy land, buy properties, but nothing has happened for the past five years. So you decide to, oh, I didn't make a crime, but so you just relax. Six, they are afraid of failing. Most people are afraid to fail. What if I don't achieve it? But think, what if it come to pass? Once you think more of what could the worst that could have happened, think of the better or the best that could also happen. So they think, oh, they'll fail. The last reason, they don't believe the power of goal settings. Oh, go on. So then, they don't believe in it. And anything that you don't believe in, it doesn't work for you. So these are some of the reasons or top reasons why people don't set goals. Now, the second challenge for us is how many of us have got written goals? I know you have goals, but how many of you have written it down? Watch your baby. Yeah, it's true. Those were in the first service who, 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 who attest the fact. The, the averages have always been the same. He said only the top 3% of the world's successful people have written down goals. The rest, oh, me team, I know, may Only three. Only 3%. And I believe after here, you and I will be part of the 3%. See, amen, like I'm preaching. So that we need to write down our goals. Now, let's look at some myths surrounding goal setting. Three myths about goal settings. One, goals will make me happy. People think, erroneously think, that once you set goals, you become happy. It, it will inspire you, but that's what will not make you happy. Or once you achieve your goals, you become happy. No, that is a myth. You can achieve everything and not still be happy. If you're into uh, comedy and movies, you remember Robin Williams, a comedian. He entertains the whole world, everybody, very funny guy. But the guy committed suicide. Think of it again. He was entertaining us to be happy. He had lands, he had property, he had everything that you can think of as a celebrity. But he ended up committing suicide. The point is that you may have set goals and you may want to achieve them, but the goal in itself will not make you happy. You need to decide to make yourself happy on your journey of realizing that goal. It's a mindset. You decide that this, so you don't at, attach um, your excitement or your happy on the goal. Okay, so you keep on postponing your happiness to someday. It will never happen. This day, begin to enjoy the life that you have. You don't have a car. Walk with your Lexus. I mean, and be happy. 
I mean, run. No, how <laughs> you understand? So enjoy the journey, the process. When you are happy, a lot more good things will happen to you. So don't tie your happiness on achieving a set goal. Don't worry. I mean, enjoy a single good. Don't worry. Always be happy along the way. So goals will not automatically make you happy. Two, second myth, that goals should be in writing. I will, I will be soft on this point. People have goals in their mind. That is great. To have goals, but it might not be necessarily need, need to be in writing. However, however, your goals, if it's in your mind, you need to have a clear mental picture of it. A clear mental picture of what you want to achieve. Just as God did to Abraham, he took him to the seashore and said, pick the sand, count them. Can you count them? A picture of this perfect future. He says, see the stars. Can you count the stars? He says, no, that's how your future is going to be numerous. So a perfect picture. Do you have that at the back of your mind? Where you want to go the next year, the things you want to craft and achieve. If it's not in writing, you need to be clear in your mind. That's why anytime you decide on having something in life, and especially common things like a dress or a car, you tend to attract. And then Nancy Moon, you test something, something. Nancy Moon, because in your mind, you are picturing it. That's how our goal needs to be. If it's not in right, it needs to be clear in your mind so that you can attract it. The world calls it the law of attraction. That what you picture, think about most of the time, you attract. So what things are you thinking? Living your goals. What things are you envisioning coming 2019 and beyond? That's why the church, we have a building, a project. This is not just a toy. Anytime we see, ah, this is what we, we desire. This is what we want to have. It's not just for fun. It's, it's, it's sending signals into our mental faculty, our spirit, that this is something we desire to have. The third one, myth about goal setting, is that goals should be attainable. This is related to Christian faith, Christian people. Sometimes, just sometimes, you need faith to assess your goals. Tell someone you need faith to assess your goals. So this point proved the point, the fact that we don't set goals just within our comfort zone. I'm not saying goals should not be attained. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be just within our comfort zone. Oh, okay. It's just something you think you can achieve. If it's so, then it means you don't even need God. But it needs to be big, hairy, audacious goal. What do you call the bag? Something big, something huge. That you say, this one, mm, my strength alone cannot. My strength will take me this level, but I need something else to take me to really have these goals. So you set achievable and attainable goals, but with the faith and hope also in mind that with God I can take this. That if, if currently it's taking people four years to do this, with faith and with my plan, I can do this in a year. We are saying we can, we want to stretch and build within two years. Is it possible? I don't know. Is it how? But we believe that somewhere, somewhere we get a fund to do this project. That is faith at work in addition to our goals. So you need faith in addition to help your goals. So these are the three main, I mean, myths surrounding goals and how you need to debunk them. Are we good to go? Three. Now let's move on. Three reasons why you and I must set goals. Why you must set goals. When I ask how many of us have got goals, I saw a lot of hands up. I mean, that's great. But how many of us have got written goals? Few hands. So why you must set goals? Scripture says, how about two? 
It says that write the vision down. Write what the vision down. Key phrase, writing is a spiritual law. That's why I go say write the vision, write the dream, write the goals down. So when we live here today, begin to write those goals, those things you desire to happen in your life coming years down. If you can wash up daily and you can't write your goals, there's something wrong. Because these are things you desire. Because they write a vision down. Even when you hear prophecies, you need to go write down again. It's a spiritual law so that you work with it. The second part of the verse is that you shall run with it that what reads. So that every day you see, this is the prophecy. This is my goal. This is my purpose. This is the things I'm striving towards. It will inspire you. So one, goals will inspire you. Why you need to set good? Goals will inspire you. This is my future. God said, Abraham, your children will be numerous. That is my future. I'm inspired and I'm ready to go for it. Goals will inspire you too. Goals will instruct you to, direct, to guide you. The second part of the verse that we read in 2 Kings 12 verse 2, it says that Joash did as instructed by the priests. That is direction. That is coaching. That is mentorship. So our goals will guide us towards its realization. Because if you set goal that we want to build in the next two years, we are doing plans, we are clearing the place, we are preparing. So we are being instructed on how to achieve that goal. So when you set goals, it guides you. Do this, don't do this. If I want to lose weight, I'll stop taking all this fatty, fatty kind of food. I'll stop doing this. If I want to go extra miles, I'll, I'll stop sleeping for eight hours and start sleeping two hours. No, these are your goals. So it's going to guide you. That's why you and I need to set goals. Where we are we going? He who has no goal goes nowhere. He who has no goals goes nowhere. Three most important reasons why you and I need to set goals. Our goals will inform us to help you take informed decision that I'm going to, Insha is going to marry 2019. So Insha, these are the things we need to do. Okay, I'll start buying books about marriages. I'll start attending workshops like that. I'll start spending time with my beloved. You know, you are planning towards that. It's informed you. What you know, now that I want to get married, all the other ladies shall go away, 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 away. So you're getting focused. It informs you what you need to do. So goals one, what would goals help you do? One is what? Inspire two. Instruct and three. Great. So, these are the reasons why you and I need to write our goals down, pin it down. Now, let's do this quick thing. At this moment, please pause. Write one goal you want to achieve in 2019. This is very fast. In 30 seconds. I said this is a master class, so there's no sermon. So, in just 30 seconds, write one, just one. One goal I want to achieve in 2019. And one of the things that help goals is that write it in affirmative form so that I... I've achieved or I've learned how to drive. I've learned how to do this. Write one. Don't forget, I say, who has no goal goes nowhere. So what is that one thing you want to achieve 2019? Write it down. Just like the way you WhatsApp that girl or that guy or that, you know. Just write. Make this more meaningful to you, more important to you. Because it's your future. It lies in the things you want, you confess and see and believe you want to have. So your goals need to be in writing. How are you writing them down? Are we writing them down? Great. We'll come back to them. Now let's look at types of goals. Types of goals. So I'll give you um, four types of goals. Five types of goals. There are about six more, but let's focus on five main types of goals. Goals. One, we have the long-term goals. So the first one is long-term goals. 
something that would take about 5, 10, 15, 20 years to realize that that becomes what a long-term goal. A goal that's going to take 5, 10, 15, that's a long-term goal. What you want to strive to achieve, that becomes your long-term goal. So what are some of your long-term goals? So you write, my, long, my goals are to achieve, become this. There's some of them that becomes long-term. Maybe you want to build a estate somewhere in Kaswa area. That's a long-term goal. <laughs> That, that, that is a long-term goal. Take you some time. Now, after long-term goals, we have short-term goals. These are goals that you need to realize within a day, a week, a month, at most a year. So, a short-term goal will take you a day, a week, a month, at most a year. That's a short-term goal. So, a short-term goal within a year, within a week. If you have a to-do list for a day, that and checking your objectives. Okay, today I need to do this, that, that. That becomes just a short-term goal. So, short-term goals. Maybe losing weight is a, short, a short-term goal. You can do that within six months, three months. Or gaining some muscles, you know, getting some abs and all that might take like three months. So, that becomes short-term goal. So, you said, okay, come uh, 2019, the first quarter, as you have developed some six-packs and abs and all that to flex the ladies, you know, <laughs> you write your, those goals down. So, these are all part of, these are short-term goals. Most of the time, your, short, your short-term goals help you to realize your long-term goals. So, if you want to become a bodybuilder, come some years. So, short-term goals, every day I need to go to the gym and exercise. That's short-term goals, daily. It amounts, so within weeks, you start building your muscles and, and getting your stamina. Within a year, you can en- en- enroll in the competition. So, daily short-term goals lead to your long-term goals. Are we getting there? Is it clear? Now, after long-term goals, we have what we call lifetime or future goals. Give an example that... Akufuado had a lifetime goal or a future goal to become president of the nation. And today he has realized that goal. So that takes like about 15, 20 years and more. Lifetime. Sometimes it's become like almost a career goal. Okay, I want to live my entire life as a pastor helping people do this. So that becomes a lifetime goal. So future goal. What do you want to achieve in the next 20 years? The next 30 years is a lifetime. What are your future goals? Okay, the future goal of ICGC Prayer Temple that we need to acquire the entire community here. Come 20, 30 years. That is our future. So that those who live in this community will be prayer temple members. Say amen. amen. Great. So that is a future goal that we need to work on. So how do we work on this future long-term goal? Okay, in the short term, anytime there's a plot of land or a house around, let's start, members start acquiring them one after the other. So members will start acquiring properties one after the other. Come five years, we'll acquire some, we start negotiation and give them a big offer. Then we take all this land around. So in the next 20, 30, 40 years, we'll have acquired the entire community. So that's how we use short-term goals, long-term goals to achieve our future goals. Are we good to go? Great. Then the next one, what you call the means and end goals. So means goals are things that will help us transition to the main thing. We'll use the means goals to get our end goal. So what do I need to do to get the, 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 the final thing? So in the meantime, if I want to marry, my, what are my means goals? Maybe I need to start saving and check my finances. I need to start studying. I need to start taking counseling. I need to do all this. These are means to get me married. So means are things that will acquire, help you to acquire. Maybe you want to buy a phone, iPhone X, which can buy a plot of land. <laughs> So, what are your means goals? So, means goal is maybe saving maybe 100, 200 CDs every month to buy the phone come December. So, these are means. Your end goal is just have the iPhone and come and flex in church and take pictures. 
that, is a, that, that could be your goal. But maybe your, your other goal is, okay, I want to acquire property and land at maybe uh, Ogbojo, East Legon. So, first, it's, it's a long term. It's going to cost $1 million to get these properties this way at East Legon. Okay, for the meantime, what would be my means goal? Okay, I'll get this, I'll save towards this, I'll invest in this. Part of the means goals, I'll, I'll build meaningful relationship with key people. People are gates. So sometimes they can point to what this land is available, this property, you can get it at this discount. So you build all the means, what we call ways and means. So they help you to get your end goal. Are we, are we clear on that part? Now the last part of the goals, that type of goal is what we call the vision and mission as goals. So a vision, a picture of a perfect future. That is your vision. Our vision is to build this auditorium next two years. Our vision is to have this plush building. Our vision, that is a goal. The mission, how do we get there? We raise funds, we use money, we sow into it, we, we get a land cleared. These are means. These are short, medium-term goals to help us get. So that's a vision. Any vision, every vision and every prophecy is a goal. Prophecy, visions, dreams are goals. You need to work towards its realization. While ago, I had a workshop on um, how to write and publish a book. And this one gentleman attended a workshop. Um, and another prophet attended a workshop. So after the workshop, he said that, oh, years back, the prophet had prophesied to him that he's going to write books. So he took action. So if I'm going to write books someday, now I can't write. I'm attending book workshop on how to write. And coincidentally, the prophet who attended the workshop so that this guy is what serious about his vision and prophecy. The other question I'm throwing to you, what are you doing about those prophecies and those visions that you have? That's why you need to have plans. That's why you're doing goals. How to realize that. Now let's look at eight categories of goals all of us here need to set. Eight categories of goals. Some of us uh, might have uh, been doing well in some aspect of this of these goals, but the point, the truth is, all of us seated here will be lacking in one area or the other. Out of the eight. So the first one is spiritual goals. Spiritual goals has to do with your spiritual development. Firstly, man is a spirit being. We need to feed our spiritual being. And we know that everything starts from the spirit to the physical. So feed your spirit. Maybe studies, prayers, fasting. So you set goals. Okay, coming 2019 and beyond, our fast on every Thursday. Okay, if, if our fast on every Tuesday or every, every Sunday, these are your goals, your spiritual goals. You've not been reading the scriptures all these years, but you've been praying. Okay, this next year, I'm going to finish the reading the Bible. So you said goals. What are your timelines and transitions? Every month, I read a chapter, or I read every week, I read a chapter. These are your minute, short-term goals to realize your long-term and eventually your goals will be achieved. So you said goals. Come here. All of us are reading the book of Matthew and John, or the, the New Testament, in the first one of general, by hook or crook. How do I start? Okay, every night before I sleep, I block an hour and read. So this might be your minute and minute goals and short-term goals to realize to help your spiritual goals. And I said that one of the spiritual goals all of us must set and prepare to attain is to go to heaven. Our salvation is very important as Christians. As we achieve certain success in aspect of our life, we should also have the spiritual goal to make it to heaven someday. And that needs for us to be, to be saved and also work our salvation so that we don't lose it after gaining all this. So that should be on top of our spiritual goals that I want to make it to heaven some way, somehow, someday. 
first by getting saved, then working out your salvation. So that is our spiritual goals. So you need to write after here, what are the spiritual goals I need to go set? Now next is your family and relationship goals. Family, if you're married, you need to pay attention to the family. Okay, so how do we spend time together as spouse? I realize for the past years, we don't have good romantic fellowship. So coming years, I need to block some hours. Even though I close from work at 10, at least when I come back at 10.30, I need to spend some time with my spouse. How did your day go? Build little ways. Okay, since I'm busy throughout the day, I, I, made this, I said that no matter how busy you are, don't be paused and pee. So you can pause and call or text your spouse. This might be a little minute way of, I mean, romance and helping your marriage goals. We are not all that busy out here, but we can pause and make things meaningful. So that's part of, that could be part of your marriage goals. Okay, I need to spend a lot more time with my kids this time. Most of the time, I let somebody else help them with their homework. But coming here, I also want to at least be there and make sure that one of the things parents can do for their kids is to be there for them invest in them. So I spend a little time with my kids. At least every Sunday, an hour every Sunday, two hours, let's go somewhere. Let's walk the dog. Let's do something. So I'm bonding with my family to help my family goals. And most of the time, our family goals to really help us to achieve other part of our goals because when the home is broken, it will affect you, especially the men. Then relationship goals. That means if you're not married, you're prepared to get married, come some years, so you need to set relationship goals. Okay, I need to start dating. Okay, if I'm dating, don't date too long. Last, Pastor mentioned the last time, five years ahead, then, you know, kakra, kakra. So you set relationship goals. Okay, what's in your relationship goals, please plan your financial goals in addition. So, okay, we want to get married next two years. What, what are we going to do? How are we preparing? How are we saving towards that? What are we doing? What, what are the books we read on marriage? What are the workshops we are on marriage? Who are the marriage couples we are aspiring to be or learning from them? This all should be part. Not, not the love, love things that we do, you know. These are real things, you know, concerning relationship and marriage. So you said relationship and marriage goals. If you are single and you don't go to gatherings where, you can, where the guys can see you or the guys, you can see them, how do you expect to have realize your relationship goals, you know? So you look at that. And then you come to your personal development goals. We need to grow ourselves. We need to grow ourselves and mature, develop certain heights. So that we can grab certain things. We need to, our mental, I mean, stamina needs to be strong. So what are the books I want to read next year? What are the things, the workshop I want to attend? Maybe if you're a chorister, personal development goals that come next year, they're, I'm not talking about you, you know. So, you know, the coming 2019, they're I'll learn a song and also try and lead. That's your personal development goals. And that is also going to affect your spiritual goals. So you set some few goals. Maybe if you're instrumentalist, the piano, I want to, I want to, come 2019, actually, so this, this will be part of your goals that, okay, I want to pin myself down and do some few things right. You set and you, you work towards realizing those goals. So things you need to do about your personal development. Now, career and business. If you're doing some business, okay, you have some few, your shop is doing well, come next year, just as we read, God told Caleb and Joshua, there's still more land though. So that one kiosk is not enough. Let's expand 2019. Say amen. You know, let's get more. Let's get more chains of stores and shops. You know, let's, let's expand. Amen. Okay, I, I take my portion. <laughs> so that we, we look at expanding. Let's not limit ourselves. Let's not place a cap on what we can achieve and have. Let's, not, let's never place a cap on what we can achieve and have. Let's look at what we can do more. So that will become your education, our career goals. Then look at education. Some of us need to go back to school, take some certificate courses, take some free courses online. We need to do that. It's very important. 
Sometimes your financial goal, I jumped that. Sometimes your financial goal hinges on your career or educational goal. Because in certain job environments, if you need to promote, you need to have some MBA, you need to have some whatever. So it is necessary you need that. So we need all these experts. Then the last one I want to just mention on the eighth one is the financial goals. Most of our goals that we need to achieve hinges on our finances. We need to pay attention on our finance. How we spend, are we saving? Do you have a saving culture? Do we have some few things that we need to do? So if you are here, you've not been saving and always spending here and there on your hair, on your makeup, on your shoes, on all those. I mean, you need to start to say, what are some of my savings goals? Come next year, I'm going to save maybe 20 cities every month. My hair cost me 20, but instead of changing every two weeks to flex, let me change once a month, and you'll be at the MMD. So now you are, because you, you want to save towards something. So you, you put, put that down. Okay, come here, this is what are the things I'm going to do. Financial goals. And again, if you're in church here, and you're not contributing to welfare, that should be part of your list, I mean, 2019. It's five cities per, master. <laughs> oh, and, you know, five cities, let's, let's give it. How many of us don't pay welfare, please? Uh, please watch them and take the money after here. <laughs> so that's, that is a way to help. You are supporting the, the, the church. They are also helping, going to support you. So we need to have some savings. Do some susu. If there's a man investment, then you move to some funds, some B funds or M funds or something. Then we, we look at the investments. <laughs> Men's go no no go zone. So we look at our financial goals. Now, as we round up, let's look at. So these are the areas, and you need to look at uh, concerning your goals. Please, um, there are a lot more. It's all that we're talking about is is in my book. Goals are dead. I mean, simple strategy for achieving your goals while enjoying your life. So you can get copies after um, here too, so that you delve deeper. We want us to progress. So a better you what for a better. Great. Now, let's look at why goals and New Year's resolution fail. Now, we know our goals, we know goals, but why, that, uh, uh, why does it fail? How many of us have got some failed goals before, even this year? Look at some of you, still nothing they happen. The brain. So, let's look at why they fail. There are about 10 reasons, but let's look at six quickly. Why goals fail? Top of the list is too many goals. Too, too many goals. Goals in every brain. I want to do this. I want to marry at the same time and have my MBA. I want to marry and have kids at the same in the same year. I want to do this. You know, it's very brain. So when you see it, I mean, you can't, you can't grasp it. It's too many. So don't say too many goals, especially if you have a history of not able to achieve your goals. So New Year resolution, hey, mature, be mature. No, it's not yet by mature. How are you going to actualize it as well? So you look at too many goals will not help. Fewer goals, achieve them instead other goals. The second reason why people don't achieve their goals, no plan. You have no plan. You want to go back to school, but what is your plan? No plan. Okay, I hope that, no, it won't happen. You want to do this, no plan. You want to lose weight, no plan. You want to marry, no plan. But you did, I'll marry, I'll marry, I'll marry, no plan. No savings towards that, I'll marry. It won't happen. 20, 2015, sir, 2019, sir, no plan. So when you have plan, as we mentioned, the plan will guide and instruct you. The other reason is no action. Yes, some, of, some have a, a little bit of plan, a little, but no action. No action, no result. No action, no result. Nothing happens until something moves, and you need to do the moving. You need to start moving. What am I going to do? Again, I want to read the Bible in 2019. That's my, part of my spiritual goals, entire Bible. What is your plan? Okay, daily I read a chapter. Now, if you want to do audio Bible, it takes 72 solid hours to listen to the entire Bible. That is three days. 
72 hours to listen to the entire Bible. For that, I'm able to do it a couple of times, but not to read. <laughs> so you can listen to that in your car whilst you read. You can do so. This will be part of your plan. That comes, I'm going to get some audio Bibles. I listen so of you so too much on WhatsApp. I listen every hour a day. If you listen to the Bible an hour a day, it's very powerful. Or start reading. So look at this as part of your plan. So if you have no plan, no action, nothing will happen. So what is your plan of action? A friend wanted to, uh, one of the personal development goals is to read books. Now I said that, okay, if you need to read books, then at least block 20 minutes or 30 minutes every day to read. That is the only thing you can do, the only way you can do. 30 minutes a day, it's not much. Because you, if you pay attention, you realize that you waste more than 30 minutes on WhatsApp daily. So why don't you use that time to read a personal development book or something in the area that you want to master? Just 30 minutes a day. You become an expert in that area. So no target. The other is no target. What do you want? To, we want to lose weight. I mean, uh, wait there, wait there soon. I mean, you know, you want to do this. What is specific? What's your target? Okay, I want to save like $5,000 in next two months. So what is your plan? Okay, every month I see X. And if I get X in the third month, I'll reinvest, not in men's gold, but, you know, in this. So I get this money or this person needs money. So you need, you need, you need to have a plan and target that this will be my milestone I need to achieve yearly. No drive. There's no passion. You have goal, but who are in your debt? You don't have a, a drive or passion to achieve the goal. It's because everyone is setting resolutions. It's my certainty. But there's no drive to some of some of us have relaxed, coasted it. Maybe you No. Joshua, Caleb, 80 years plus, possessing new land, new territories. You and I are not 80. We need more to do, to have. The other reason why we don't achieve our goals is discouragement. Some people will, uh, will discourage you. The other reason is distraction. So many things. What you, you are distracted by, and then, oh, yes, and yes, you're not able to relax your goal. So these are some of the things. The other most, I mean, dangerous habits is old habits. We always revert to our old habits and patterns. I mentioned that habits don't go away. You need to replace one bad habit with a new good habit. Let's, let's look at how to stay motivated to achieve our goals. What do you and I need to do? How to stay motivated? There are four ways. I mentioned two quickly. Then we go to go. So one, you need to announce your goal. You need to tell somebody, okay, oh, I want to do this. Okay, the person then can help you. Then when that becomes, you need an accountability partner. Okay, you said in 2019, you're going to acquire this number of plot tests for how far? Are you doing it? You said you're going to read. Are you reading it? And the other part is what you use, fear motivation. So I said, okay, if you decide to um, read this book every month and you can't read it, then give me this money. If you are not able to read so the fear of losing a thing will cost you to do something. So you always need to attach risks and rewards to the things you want to do. I just end up these two points. Now lastly, how do we achieve our goals using smart goals? One is to be specific, measurable, attainable, uh, realistic or relevant than time-bound. Let me pick two examples to help us do this. Two practical examples and yeah, um, please, I'm looking at our faces. I'll, I'll look at you and use you as an example to finish. So, uh, Honam wants to start singing and leading, um, I mean, songs in 2019. So, Honam, this is the plan. Specifically, okay, I want to lead maybe this song by XYZ artist 2019. So, what's my goal? Is it, is it specific? Yes, specific. I got a song. I know track or worship song. Okay, yeah, measurable. What do I do? Okay, first, I need to acquire the CD and start learning. Learn the song. Always play the song whilst I'm working. Play, play. Then start learning the song. Then um, 
attainable. Yes, once I learn, I start how to sing. So I start singing in my bedroom, my bathroom. When it comes to rehearsals, I quickly come and sing small. I'll share the song. They will laugh, but I'll still be polishing a crown card. Then, realistic, with time, within three months, I'll master that song. You don't start with too many songs. Pick one pair and master it. The one do it so well, by, by the third month, you can sing with confidence. And you can pick the microphone. In that, in that, in that angle, what do you, do, you, do, you, do you know what you are at that level? You always wait for an opportunity. So Thursday prayer meeting, I'll come and I'll chuck small. And I'll sing the song I've been rehearsing all these years. These are ways to help you achieve and attain that goal. So specific. You need to be specific. You need to be measurable, attainable, realistic, and time on. And lastly, I also want to leave us with this uh, mantra of mine. This mantra. Before... I leave this mantra. Let's flip back to this in the scripture again. First, I mean Joshua chapter 14, verse 12. Last Joshua 14, 12. Let's go to. This is the last call to you and I to set and reckon. I just read the first two lines. It says that, now therefore, give me this mountain. I pause. I leave the rest to pastor. Give me this mountain. There are dreams in you and goals and things you need to, you need to go for it. Strength, zeal. Give me my car. Give me my wife. Give me my husband. Give me my baby. Give me my dream. Give me this property. You need to go for it. It will never happen if you stand and coast. It will not happen. Go for it. Tell the water. Give me this. What do you want? Give me what do you want? Give me, go for it with your strength, energy, your plan. I want to buy this land this year. Give me that plot of land. Give me that picture. Give me what is in your mind that you want the Lord to give you. Give you your strength and energy. Give me it. Lord, give us this land. Give us this body in two years. Tell God, as you begin to close your eyes and tell God, give me the thing that you want. In the next year, give me your plans and dreams. Forget about what has happened in the past years. Now we know the plans and go. Tell God, give me what I want. Give me what I desire in the next year. Give me in the next five years. Tell, are you hungry? Do you desire to realize and actualize this goal? Do you really want it? Give me. Go for your plans and your dreams. And I believe that when you go out with all that zeal and energy, we will, with the help of God, especially as Christians, that God will grant us the things. And lastly, as I end, I say that you may or may not make a million dollars in life. A song may not be sung in praise of you. Monuments may not be erected in your name. But promise me this morning this. To live life fully. To give wholeheartedly. To do your best with the little that you have. To impact souls. To use your gifts and talent to serve humanity. To live. To love and leave a legacy in your own way. God bless you.